The News at Noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health, Henderson Healthplex. Your tri-state weather today, mostly sunny with a high of 67. Partly cloudy tonight, low of 39. And on Wednesday, sunny to mostly sunny with a high of 70. Right now, 60 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. Trial is underway for a second day today for the suspect in a 2021 double murder on Lodge Avenue in Evansville. Arthur Lee Jones IV is accused of the murders of Derek Johnson and Samantha Robbins at a home in the 1200 block of Lodge. Police were alerted by a call of a child walking the street who said her mother had been shot. Shortly after that, the bodies were found. Prosecutors say they'll be asking for a life in prison if Jones is convicted. A mistrial was declared on Monday in the murder trial of Kentar Collins. He's accused in the shooting death of Jalen Curie. Curie's body was found on Judson Street near Riverside in 2022. Collins has also asked for a change of venue when his new trial date is set. A hearing is scheduled on that motion for Friday morning. Evansville Vandenberg School Corporation unanimously approves a new collective bargaining agreement with the Evansville Teachers Association. Approval came from a minutes-long meeting Monday night. A planned period for self-comment yielded no speakers. The agreement calls for a $6,000 base pay raise for teachers over the next two years. The House is expected to vote today on Speaker Mike Johnson's bill expanding funding for the government agencies ahead of Friday night's shutdown deadline. ABC's national correspondent Stephen Portnoy has details. The bill extends funding for some agencies through mid-January and for the others for two extra weeks. Democrats initially expressed their displeasure with a stopgap that had two different expiration dates. But when they realized there weren't any cuts or riders in the bill, the Democrats quietly signaled they wouldn't oppose it. Now facing internal opposition from his fellow Republicans, Speaker Mike Johnson is putting the bill on the floor and requiring a two-thirds majority to pass it. It's the same maneuver Kevin McCarthy employed to avoid a shutdown in late September, and it prompted GOP opponents to come for his gavel. Stephen Portnoy, ABC News, Washington. Princeton water utility workers had to deal with a water main break, which has now led to a boil water advisory. Water utility leaders say there is little to no chance of contamination. Nevertheless, the city of Princeton is advising all customers in the affected area to bring drinking and cooking water to a boil for five minutes before using it. The advisory is in effect until further notice. Jacobsville Redevelopment put on an open house at Hope City Church on Monday. The open house was a forum for neighborhood residents to make suggestions for the next spate of changes they'd like to see in their area. Project leaders will provide feedback concerning the neighborhood ideas at another meeting tomorrow, also at Hope City Church. A state of emergency remains in Los Angeles after a weekend fire now ruled deliberately set by somebody in a junkyard at a homeless encampment badly damaging an Interstate 10 into downtown L.A., one of America's most congestive freeways. 
ABC's Alex Stone has an update from L.A. The 10 freeway is closed indefinitely at this point. The fire declared arson and a criminal investigation is underway. But today, scientific testing on samples of the concrete and rebar should be returned, telling engineers whether the one-mile stretch of one of America's busiest freeways needs to be knocked down and replaced or if it can be repaired. Governor Gavin Newsom says there are signs a freeway may still be strong. Preliminary samples looked more positive than we anticipated. But until they get an answer, they have two construction companies, one working on plans for a replacement and one for a repair. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. At least four acres of land were burned in Webster County Monday night. The fire apparently was started about 4 p.m. on Gene Shelton Road. Webster County EMA reported the fire more than an hour later. It was mostly in the woods and mainly cars and vegetation were burning. At least two mobile homes and almost 30 cars were damaged, and a pole barn was destroyed. There's no word yet on how that fire started. Firefighters were sent to North St. Joseph Road on a grass fire on Monday. The call came in just before 12.30 p.m. Scott Township and German Township fire units responded. Firefighters determined that someone was burning leaves and the blaze got out of hand, igniting the surrounding grass. The fire was quickly put out and no one was hurt. A burn ban has been issued for Davis County, Kentucky in the wake of multiple fires that kept firefighters busy over the weekend. Emergency management has issued the burn ban for the entire county. The ban is issued because of extremely dry conditions in the region. It means that no open burning of any kind is allowed. It will remain in effect until further notice. The U.S. is doing more to combat climate change, but the die has been cast and we're all feeling the effects. That's from a new government report. ABC's Dave Packer reports. The White House today releasing the fifth National Climate Assessment. The report issued every five years. Since the last one in 2018, the report says thanks to the U.S. burning less coal, emissions have continued to go down even as energy demand has gone up. But emissions are a worldwide problem, and the report says we're seeing the results of greenhouse gases that are higher than at any time in the last at least 800,000 years. Result, more natural disasters like heat waves, floods, and droughts. The report says every fraction of a degree of warming increases the damage and costs of climate change in the United States. Dave Packer, ABC News. A Chandler woman is facing several charges after she passed out behind the wheel on Green River Road. 39-year-old Teresa Medlock sat through several light cycles. Officers had to remove her from the vehicle forcibly. Police say baggies with K2 and smoking pipe were found. Medlock was also showing signs of impairment and wearing her underwear on the outside of her jeans. Officers say she cried and was apologetic, telling them that she thought she'd bought regular marijuana. Medlock has since been released from the Vandenberg County Jail. A meeting was held on Monday night on the progress of the I-69 Ohio River crossing. The project has three sections, with the first already underway in Henderson. Section 2 is the crossing itself, set to start in 2027, and 3 is the highway in Evansville, which will begin next year. Project leaders say they're currently seeking a grant for over $632 million in federal funding. If approved, it could speed up things by two years. Officials say they find out if they're awarded the grant early next year. 
You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Asian shares starting the day mostly higher amid market-moving news on tap, particularly the forthcoming summit between President Biden and Chinese President Xi on Wednesday. U.S. officials expressing hope the meeting can produce some concrete results, such as restarting military communications and efforts to combat fentanyl trafficking. A new rule from the National Labor Relations Board will make it easier for millions of Americans to unionize as big companies like Burger King or Amazon will have to participate in labor talks alongside their franchisees or contractors. The rule takes effect next month and redefines when companies should be considered joint employers. Stellantis, the parent company of Chrysler, preparing to offer buyouts to some of its salaried workers in the U.S. The move comes as the company transitions to electric vehicles. Buyouts will be offered to about 6,400 employees. For a second straight year, major retailers will be saddled with excess stock, affecting their bottom line, but consumers should see big discounts with the holiday season rapidly approaching. Mark Remillard, ABC News.